Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast. This is your host, frickin' Mark Taylor. Grab a beard, stay a while, and we do anything. We go from all genres, man. We go from brand to brand and Metallica. So party on, dude. Welcome to the Freeform Rock Rock Podcast. Today we have a special guest on here, Andrew Jacobs. Say hi, Andrew. Hi, how's everybody doing? I'm doing great, and today we're going to uh, talk about one of my favorite albums, one of my my second favorite band of all time, you know, go figure. People think uh, like uh, Led Zeppelin or The Who's second, but freaking Tesla's always been one of my favorite bands. 1991's Psychotic Supper. And uh, how did you get into this album, uh, Andrew? Well, um, I've, uh, I've known about Tesla uh, since uh, the early 1990s. Um, I, uh, and I probably heard them, but... Uh, this past week, uh, when you had uh, asked me if I wanted to review uh, Psychotic Supper with you, uh, that was the first time that I actually uh, purchased one of their albums, obviously being Psychotic Supper, and uh, listened to it. Um, and uh, that's uh, pretty much uh, all my uh, exposure, really, to Tesla, um, other than, like I said, I probably have heard them in passing uh, in the past uh, 25 or so years, but uh, I this is the first time that I actually uh, per, uh, actually sat down and listened to them. Yeah, I've, I've been into this band personally since the first album, uh, Mechanical Resonance. They just kicked my ass with the video Modern Day Cowboy. And what real, I'm just going to get into a little rant here on a little peeve of mine about Tesla. I hate it. I absolutely hate it when people call them a fucking hairband. How the fuck are they a hairband? They wear jeans and t-shirts, no freaking makeup on themselves whatsoever, but people seem to put them in the freaking box of hairband. They open for Def Leppard, man. Def Leppard isn't even considered a hairband, man. Come on, man. What the hell? This band is raw fucking American rock and roll, man. Don't fucking call them poison. I like poison, but they ain't fucking poison. This band should have been bigger than fucking Guns N' Roses because this band, in my mind, has never made a bad record up till today. Guns N' Roses has made so-so records. You know, this band has always made top-notch records and top-notch everything. So that's my little rant about Tesla. And I got into this band from the first album. Uh, I bought every album on release except the first album. And I just truly love this band. And we're, get, we're gonna get into track number one, Changing the Weather. What do you think of this song, Andrew? Uh, this is a good song, uh, a pretty good song opener. There's actually uh, a song uh, later on that I mentioned that I thought would have been a better uh, opener for this album. But this is a, a pretty good song. And, and something um, kind of ironic, uh, I when I was uh, kind of doing my uh, bit of research uh, for this album, um, I uh, I noticed that this album was released on September 10th, 1991. Well, two weeks later, uh, Nirvana's Nevermind album would be released. Talk about a change in the weather. Yeah, but this album uh, still went platinum in 1993, so yes. it debuted at 13. Yeah. But I, I thought that was kind of uh, kind of interesting, kind of a like a maybe a like a foreshadowing of, of things to come. I mean, obviously, I know that that's not what the song is about, but I do I do think it's kind of uh, eerie 
that uh, if we're strong enough and change in the weather, and then two weeks later Nirvana hits. Um, but anyway, yeah, a good song. I like it. What do you think? Yeah, I, I love this song. I looked at the beginning. Back then, I smoked pot. So when they go, put this in your pipe and smoke it. I put it in my pipe and smoked it and smoked it and smoked it. <laughs> so I love the, the album. I love the way it opens, man. It's just like, what the hell? Put this in your pipe and smoke it. And it goes, the driving beat, man. Freaking great. I like the song opener. I, I'm curious to hear what you would, how you would change the opening track, which, which we'll probably get to later. And then we, right from changing the weather, it just kicks right into Edison's Medicine. What do you think of this one? Uh, this is a pretty good song, and I absolutely love the song title, the fact that it rhymes, it, it rhymes perfectly, Edison's Medicine just rolls right off the tongue, and to me, this song is very Van Hagar-esque, and there's certainly nothing, I have absolutely nothing against Van Hagar, despite what I, I say on Facebook, I do like Van Hagar, obviously, uh, it can't hold a candle to Van Halen, but I do like a lot of Van Hagar songs, um, and this song in particular really reminded me of uh, Van Hagar. Uh, good song. What now, do you think? Did you know they played the Thurman in, in the middle of this song with the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was wondering what that was. Yeah, it's a Thurman. They used that in a theme to Star Trek, the original Star yeah. Trek series. Yeah, you see him on stage doing it, but this song just just kicks ass and they're talking about where, how why they got their name tesla you know freaking tesla uh tesla got ripped off by fucking edison edison didn't invent shit tesla invented electricity tesla invented the light bulb but freaking edison wasn't a fucking immigrant and he fucking took advantage of, of fucking tesla and stole all his ideas man and finally tesla today is finally getting credit for all this shit that he invented that tesla stole that uh edison stole from him that's why it says edison's medicine you know yeah, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, Nikola Tesla. You should watch watch him. He invented the yeah, Tesla coil. Yeah, I'm familiar with Nikola Tesla um, uh, just uh, just a little bit, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, and, it, and then the album just freaking start. It just starts three kick-ass songs in a row, man. It's not letting up. You get "Don't De Rock Me." What do you think of this one? This one uh, kind of silly for my taste, and I do I think the song title is kind of stupid. Um, you know, it's, it's okay, uh, didn't really, I mean, you know, it's, it's certainly, uh, you know, it's definitely a chugging song for sure, but uh, didn't do much for me. Oh, I you? love this song. I like when he comes in. I ain't no program on your television screen. You know, he's saying, fuck you guys. Don't fucking tell me what I am. You know, and the, 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 the dual leads in the, in the song, man, with uh, Ski Inch and Hannon, man, these guys are just fucking work amazingly together. I just love the drums, man. Did you know that they, in the first album, the producer wanted to replace the drummer? Can you believe no, that? No, God, the drummer's fucking awesome. Fucking Troy Laquetta is a fucking kick-ass drummer. He plays yeah. in a fucking great drummer. I love this song, man. It's telling people to fuck off. You can't do, tell me what to do. I love this song. And then it, then it slows down a little bit and goes into Call It What You Want, What You Want was, I think, the second single off the album. What do you think of this one? This one's good. I like it. It's uh, kind of a uh, definitely uh, uh, kind of more uh, 80s than uh, 90s sounding for sure. Um, yeah, I think it's cool, though. I think it's a, you know, a cool um, 
uh, you know, cool what the song's about, call it what you want, and, uh, you know, it's all rock and roll. Um, you know, yeah, really good, uh, good song. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like this song. I like it. I, I just like it. It's just, it's just, music means a lot to me, like love, I make it when I can. It just tells you how they love making music, you know, because, you know, everybody mm-hmm. likes to make love, man. I love this song, and it's, the solos again are insinuary. And I, I I put it more in a seventies eighties like more like an Aerosmith kind of thing here, but yeah, um, good call. I love it a lot. And then we get to my favorite song off the album, which is dedicated to uh, I think it was written about uh, Steve uh, Steven Clark from Def Leppard, the guitar player who died because they toured with them on their first tour and they became really good friends with Def Leppard. To this day, they're good friends. One of their new their new single. Um, was written by Phil Cullen and produced it on their live album. They put a new song on their Mechanical Resonance 30th Anniversary live album, which is a great, one of the best live albums I've heard in a long time. We get to Song and Emotion. It's to our friend Steve Stephen Clark. What do you think about this one? This is my second favorite song on the album. Yeah, this is a great song. Uh, this was the... Uh, uh, my notes here. Uh, I think the second big hit from the album... Um, and yeah, it's, uh, and it, 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 got it all over eight minutes long. It's just, I mean, it's epic. It's just a great, great song. I love it. Yeah, it's a great song. And, um, I just like it. It says, you better run for cover because it looks like rain and, and the guitar solos, man. Oh my God. And Jeff Keith, man, what a singer, man. This guy yeah, is still singer. belted out today. I love the new live album. I already said that. They're getting Mechanical Resonance 30. They even, on that album, they, they changed the track listing. It was throwing me off because they didn't really do the track listing from Mechanical Resonance. They put it where they wanted to do it. It was awesome. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, and at the end, it sounds like a funeral procession where they're going, wah, 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 wah. it's just a lot of like instrumentals at the end. I first didn't like it until I figured out they're doing that for Steve. It's like, you know, they play the bagpipes for cops. They're playing... Uh, the guitars for Steve at the end, just uh, resonant sounds for him. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. And then we get in track number six, Time. What do you think about this one? This is my third favorite song on the album. Great fucking song. It uh, just kicks ass from the word go. Um, yeah, I, I love everything about it. It's got a great groove. It's, it's got balls. It's, uh, it's just, it kicks fucking ass. I love everything about it. Yeah, fucking Tesla always has balls, man. Fucking everything. I've never heard a bad Tesla album in my life. I love this song, man. It's just, just leave me alone, you know. I just yeah. love it, man. And the solos again, the drums, the rhythm, it's just kick-ass, man. And then we get into a little, like, a little acoustic mm-hmm. ditty here uh, called Government Personnel. What do you think of this one? Yeah, this one's a good little uh, minute-long... Uh... <laughs> Very long uh, acoustic number, and it's uh, you know pretty much uh, my opinion on uh, government. Probably a lot of most people's opinion now. Opinion nowadays, it's uh, just kind of very short and to the point. And yeah, great song. Yeah, I go straight to hell, are you government personnel? Yeah. <laughs> Giving them yeah, a big middle finger, man. <laughs> I love this song, man. And then we yeah. get into had enough, which is a, one of the hardest songs on the album. I freaking love this song. What do you think about it? 
Yeah, this is a pretty good song. It's um, not one of my favorites, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I'm, I like it okay. Yeah, I just like how he says, the more I drink, the more I smoke, the better she looks. I <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> love this song, guys. And then track number 10, What You Give, one of the singles, Acoustic Diddy. What do you think about this one? Yeah, this is uh, the, the ballad. This is the this was the, the big song on the album, uh, and I guess for good reason. It is a uh, it is a ballad in every sense of the word. It's okay. It's uh, I, I'm sure it certainly did the job uh, at the time, and definitely helped. It, I'm sure it was the main reason why this album. Uh, what do you think about what you give? Um, it's uh, the, this was the the, the, the biggest uh, song on the album. Uh, and uh, rightfully so, it's uh, the, the, the ballad. Um, kind of a stereotypical ballad, I think. Um, but uh, I don't hate it. Um, you know, I'm, just, you know, I'm, I'm just not a fan of ballads in general. Uh, and, uh, you know, this one, it's, it's average. Yeah, I, I like it. It's, it. it's a it's a good song. It's a good slow up from the album because the rest of the album just starts kicking ass. And then we get yeah. the track number love and stir it up. What do you think of this one? This one's uh, okay. It's um, uh, see, I think one of the uh, one of the problems. Well, it, it's one of the thing, things that I noticed about this album, and um, it's been brought up on uh, other podcasts before. I think uh, this album is a little too long. Uh, you know, thirteen songs. Uh, I mean, it is. You know, that's definitely. You know, it's no knock on Tesla. I mean, that's. That's how rock albums were at that time. They were, you know, 13, sometimes 14, 15 songs long. Um, and, you know, they sometimes went over 80 minutes. Um, or went uh, almost to 80 minutes, rather. I think 80 minutes is the most that uh, CDs can be. Um, and I think because of the CD age, a lot of albums, especially since Hysteria was a, by Def Leppard was such a big album, uh, bands got into, uh, you know, and... and Kiss was definitely a perfect example with Hot in the Shade, uh, making albums, you know, that wound up having a lot of filler on them as a result. But, um, yeah, and I just think, uh, you know, it's, it's an okay song. Yeah, it's a good song. I like it. I wouldn't skip it. Not too special, but it's good. I don't, I wouldn't skip it. And then we get this track number 12, Can't Stop. What do you think of this one? Now, this is my uh, first favorite song on the album. I absolutely love it, and I, I, I believe that uh, uh, the album should have opened with this song. I think this would have made a better opener than uh, Change of the Weather, my, personally. Um, but I really like the chorus. It's kind of a very Beale-esque chorus. Um, but the can't stop, that whole, the very melodic, and uh, yeah, this is just a great, great song. My favorite song on the album by far. What do you think? Good choice. I, I love this song, too. It's my second favorite song of the album. I like it a lot, man. It kicks ass. Freaking great track. And then we get to the ending. Uh, talk about it. 13. Mm -hmm. What do you think of this one? Uh, this one's okay. Uh, again, kind of fillery for my taste. Um, you know, I, I, don't dis I don't hate or to even dislike any songs on this album, but uh, I, this one, eh, kind of... Uh, Falls flat as far as I'm concerned. What do you think? I like it. It's a great rocker mm -hmm. band. It's got that the guitar on it. It goes wah 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 wah. Mm -hmm. I like it. And, and a little token never hurt no one back then, man. It's like yeah, it's token. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
We started out with token and we end with token. <laughs> yeah, I love this song, man. So, uh, do you have any uh, anything to promote? Uh, not right now. Um, I'm uh, kind of still uh, deciding what I want to do. I, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards maybe doing what I what I call, and I, I don't. I'm. I know this has already been done. I don't know if um, a vlog cast doing like a like a, a thing on YouTube, like a video, basically like a video podcast on on YouTube. That's sort of where where my mind is at right now. I haven't decided exactly what. Uh, the concept's going to be, I've got ideas, um, and I'm really trying to come up with something, but uh, have not yet, but hopefully very soon. You know what, I think we skipped a song. <laughs> I just, did oh, we talk, yeah. did freedom we talk about Freedom Slaves? <laughs> yeah. 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 I love this song, what do you think about it? I think it's okay, again, I, uh, that's probably why I, why I didn't say anything. I, I, yeah, again, I think it's okay. A bit fillery for my taste again. Um, uh, that's about it. <laughs> I think that if you listen to the lyrics, it rings true today. We are freedom slaves, man. We take sure. everything for granted and, and we don't, he's, I think he's talking about the third person, you know, I pledge no allegiance to the flag. You know, he says, we, I, I just love this song. I think it rings true today. If, if the kids that start listening to this, this is what kids sound like to me today, man. Fuck this country. Fuck this country. Why don't you fucking get out, you freedom slave? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You think this country sucks so bad? Why don't you go to a freaking a third world country and see how you'll be fucking swimming your way back like the Cubans, man, <laughs> trying to get to this country, man. I can enjoy this country. This country's awesome, man. So fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any albums you'd like to uh, suggest? Yes, I do. Actually, I had an album from 1991, and it's actually uh, uh, kind of in uh, a similar style to uh, Tesla. Uh, it's a very uh, groove, uh, hard rock slash uh, heavy metal album, and it's by a band that unfortunately flew right under the radar. Um, uh, it's a band called Mind Funk. Um, and then this, their self-titled debut, um, and uh, this album is, uh, or this band rather, uh, is kind of a super group um, of sorts. Uh, the members of the band are, let me uh, get my notes here, um, on drums, uh, Reed St. Mark uh, of uh, Celtic, uh, sorry, Celtic Frost, I don't know if it's Celtic Frost or Celtic Frost, Anyway, uh, Rick St. Mark uh, on drums, uh, Jason Coppola um, on guitar from uh, Chemical Waste, uh, Louis J. Svitek on guitar, formerly of um, MOD, Method of Destruction and Ministry, uh, John Monty on bass, formerly of MOD, Chemical Waste, Human Waste Project, Evil Mothers, and Drag Pipe. Uh, some of the listeners may know these bands. I, I know M.O.D., and that's about it. Um, but anyway, and uh, on vocals, uh, one, of the, uh, one of the highlights for me, anyway, a, uh, not only is he an, an Orange County boy like myself, he's, uh, from, he's from my hometown of Fountain Valley, uh, Pat Dubar, um, who was uh, 
the uh, former singer of a, uh, a hardcore punk band, uh, one of my all-time favorite hardcore punk bands, uh, Uniform Choice. Uh, he's uh, the singer for, or was the singer for Mind Funk. And uh, this is a uh, this is a great album. It's uh, it's just it's ten songs. It's it's really short to the point. Um, the um, just great like funk metal kind of in a uh, um, like a kind of like a, a, a bit of a fishbone vibe going on. A kind of a more of a uh, definitely more of a um, hard rock vibe than like Red Hot Chili Peppers and, and certainly much better than uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, especially Latter Day Red Hot Chili Peppers, which is terrible for the most part in my opinion. Um, but yeah, this is a great album. It is uh, available on iTunes. Um, I actually uh, recommend that, and I also recommend their their, their second album, their 1993 album, Dropped, um, which uh, is unfortunately not available on iTunes, and um, you have to kind of uh, go fishing for it on YouTube if you want to hear it, but there's a lot of great songs on there as well. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, Mindfunk, a uh, great band. Uh, Unfortunately, even though they, they were on Epic Records, um, did absolutely nothing in terms of uh, sales or uh, really anything. They just kind of, they were, they, you know, the, the reason why their second album is called Dropped is because they were dropped from Epic Records after the first album failed to sell, so, and then they, the second album came out on Megaforce Records. But anyway, that's my recommendation. Yeah, I'm going to give two albums, too. I got The Offspring, Rise, Fall, Rage, and Grace. I love this album with Hammerhead, Half Tourism. I think they went back to form on this album, man. I freaking love that album. And then I'm going to do an album that people seem to hate from last year, The Key by Op Jeff Tate's Operation Mindcrime. I absolutely love this album. The album he did before this sucked. The, the Queensryche, what album he did with all those. But this album is actually... The first in a three-album series, and the second one is coming out later in November, and I can't wait to hear the second. It's a three-album trilogy. I love, it. I love when he gets like this. I love it when he writes stuff like this, and it's very hard, and it's really cerebral. I love it a lot. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I would like to thank you again for coming on the podcast, and you're welcome back anytime, Andrew. Well, thank, thank you very much, Mark. I really appreciate it, and I'm hoping to have something... Uh, Something going soon, but uh, until then, I'll keep promoting uh, your podcast and all the other great podcasts that, uh, that we all listen to. Yeah, all right, man. Thank you, man, and have a great day. Right. God bless. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, you too. Thanks. Bye.
Every day, a lonely man and his guitar In his eyes, I see the pain All the faces and the places All the trouble that he seen There was a time, there was a day they come from miles around
Those are some kick-ass tracks. Now I want to promote some podcasts and friends of mine. The Combat Rock and Metal Podcast with Dr. Fuck, Raffiera, and um, Ian Wadley, Wadzilla. Go listen to them on Podbean and iTunes. And also the Decibel Geek with Chris and Aaron. And also the Terrence and Friends Podcast, my former buddy and uh, friend. I, I want to promote them one-on-one with Mitch LaFon, Focus on Metal, and... Um, And uh, the Eddie Trunk Podcast, man. You guys have a kick-ass day and take it sleazy. Bye.